Thank you for calling the Roach Group. This is Chuck. How may I help you? I speak to Woody, please. Uh, may I let him know who's calling? Yeah, it's Joey Jingola. All right, Joey, I'll be just one moment. Thank you. You're welcome. Good afternoon, this is Woody. Woody, it's Joey Jingola. Joey, how's it going? Good, how you doing, sir? Pretty good, pretty good. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. Exactly. Yes, sir. Man, I, f- I do feel like an absolute moron, though. Like, literally seeing you in person, kind of quasi-meeting you, I guess we can go there with it, and not realizing that you're the guy I listen to all the time. That's right, Woody. It's called a podcast for a reason. That was my good, good buddy, Woody Brown of the Rhodes Group in Cumin, Georgia. And, all right, first, before we just, before you start thinking something that you shouldn't, you're thinking, oh, here we go. Jesus, listen to this guy. Second episode of the podcast, and I'm already got to hear about people talking about meeting him and, and re- what? All right, first off, yes, questionable decision. We're going to see if this actually works. I don't know, 50-50 at this point, maybe even lower than that. The reason that I included this is, one, Woody and I didn't actually get into legitimate insurance marketing business talk for quite a while because we have too many other common interests that we had to get through. And so a lot of the conversation was not going to make sense unless I caught you up on some of this stuff. So anyways, needless to say, why am I, why am I, why am I uh, just fanning the flames of, of my self-indulgence here on, on episode, this isn't really episode two, but episode two here in the agency nation world is, is good, right? So the reason is, and it's very important, I think it's dramatically overlooked, right? And one, uh, Woody was referencing really quickly, uh, we had shared a, a very brief encounter at Elevate. Hey, there we go, bringing it back home here. Uh, we had we had apparently met briefly, I forgot. I never forget meeting anybody. I will definitely forget your name though, no matter how long we talk the first time, I will never remember your name. So just for the record, if that happens again, if, if, we, if we see each other at Elevate 2018 in Cleveland, my hometown, uh, and we talk for like an hour, there's a good chance that I will have not even paid one second of attention to the name that you told me, and I will have to somehow f- try and figure out a way to remember it again without actually asking you. So you could you could be nice and just tell me it. But anyways, uh, Woody said, hey, we, you know, we stood at a table and awkwardly stared at each other for a few seconds. We might have shook hands, and I didn't remember meeting him. So anyways... But what he was saying, hey, listen, I, you know, I, it's, I listen to you every day. I was like, I, you know, regret that I didn't actually say something to you or know that it was actually you. Fine. But this is the thing that we are going after. This is the higher level, right? I did an episode uh, eh, probably a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago. Should you be insurance famous, right? And this, this idea of, you know, what kind of experience do you need to create for somebody to want to do business with you, right? And this is what I say, this is the only, you know, this is the most important test that your content really needs to pass. Are you creating something that is good enough for people to connect with it and on a level that you never really thought possible? Are you? I don't know, because it's, it's, it's not giving yourself that much credit to think that it is possible, I think, is what's holding you back. And yes, there is a very utility feel to insurance. And yes, I, I think in some capacity we might ultimately be limited but i wouldn't surprise yourself because 
the more time someone is able to spend with you without you being there, there is a, a strange distance that is created, but yet a, a familiarity that, you know, kind of creates a, a D-list celebrity status. And when you're able to do that, it's so much easier for somebody to not even consider the competition, right? And that was the kind of core of the, uh, should you be insurance famous, right? It's removing the consideration process. It's creating an experience that nobody can. And those are the types of things. This is the type of thing that you will hear when you know you're doing it right. Because if you don't, and, 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 and if you haven't experienced it, it's, you know, you're always, from the minute, you know, I've been hearing a lot of this kind of get passed around in, in, in some conversations this week, last week or two. It's just the idea of should you offer free quotes? What is it all about how you letting the business walk out the door? All this kind of crazy stuff. And and if, you know, what is that phone call? What does that first interaction look like when they're already sold? You know, that's, that's the thing, right? That's what we're all chasing. Uh, because I just want you to stop and think, just really think long and hard. And, and if you're ever searching for kind of a way, like, well, how do I do this? Why do I do this? Can I do this? And it's all kind of laid out in front of you, no matter who or what, you know, you're, you're looking at as an example, just think back to how it happened to you and how, and I'll ask you this, how did you find agency nation? Absolutely. You know, it's funny, like if I kind of trace back, in fact, if I do the same with like Agency Nation and how I even kind of came across both of the podcast or any of that stuff, like I can't put my finger on the exact time. I think basically I just got on Stitcher and, and like searched insurance or something and maybe like both <laughs> both uh, podcasts uh, kind of popped up, but always, always good stuff. And uh, just out of curiosity, I mean, like, how did you get started on the podcast side of things? You know, what's, I guess, your sort of origin story there? All right, so I promise I'll answer the uh, podcast origin story. And, and, and no, I did not plan this at all. Like, I had no idea. Like, honestly, I recorded this call with Woody, like, on July 12th of, you know, like, this past year. And I had no idea that it was going to come up at this time. But it feels rather... Uh, serendipitous that it does and I guess a good opportunity for me to kind of give everybody a little bit of backstory and everything if for everybody that is new to the show if you're not new to the show my apologies and you'll just have to deal with it but I first want to get to you know kind of what Woody was talking about of him recalling you know his experience how did he come across the Nation? that's it right that's what we're all trying to figure out so you got to put yourself in the position of the person that you want to be saying what Woody is saying, right? What are they going to be sitting there? Now, again, this is a little different. And, and I think, you know, some of the stuff that you might see us do at Agency Nation and uh, versus what you might want to do in your agency might be a little bit different just because of the the kind of the, um, the uh, I'm not coming up with the right word. English is failing me at the moment. Uh, whatever that word is, the, the actual taking action on the thing, like the when you're, when you're selling insurance, it's a very kind of, I need to do this thing now and it needs to be done. And then when it's done, I don't really know that I want to hang around much longer for anything else, at least for a little bit of time. We need a break. We need our own time, separate bedrooms, that sort of thing. Whereas in what we do here at Agency Nation, it's kind of, hey, this is my this is my safe space and I can be, you know, feel comfortable and not like I want to kill somebody 
And so, yeah, you have an incentive. You want to improve your business. You want to do things. So, so you want to be here kind of more consistently. So that's the big, big catch. But anyways, way off base. What I'm getting after here is you have to think about that moment. What are they looking for? What is that? What is that? What is that just feeling that they have? They're searching for something. They want to be somewhere. They need something. And how do you put you, yourself, your agency, your community, how do you put yourself into that conversation? How do you become one of the only things that they find? That's kind of the key, right? Again, creating something that is so good that they feel compelled to just kind of hang around. They feel compelled to want to not consider anybody else because you've given them no reason to. You've given them every reason to only consider you. And I think those are some of the things that, you know, we kind of struggle with. We get lost in the tactics and the, and the, you know, the actual mechanics of the thing. We don't ever really allow ourselves just kind of a moment to say, listen, what is that? What is that thing that we are chasing? That kind of visceral response that we are, we are trying to get in front of. And it's that. And really quickly, just to address Woody's question, because he did ask, um, how did I get, how do I, how do you, how do you, how do you start doing an insurance podcast? Well, I mean, first off, you just actually do it because there, there's only like five people doing them. So, um, one, it's not that hard. Uh, two, um, I have always, uh, since college found myself, uh, I don't know, drawn towards a microphone, did radio in college, uh, after college, before I tried to not sell insurance, um, did, uh, did podcasting back in like when, before nobody knew what podcasting was in 2006 and seven and things like that. Um, and was always kind of gravitated towards that again, as we're going to get into here very briefly, and then into later episodes with Woody and, and kind of the basis for this entire conversation is, um, was a very unsuccessful musician for a, a, a vast, not a vast, it was, I was, I was kind of brief with my failure in, in music, but, uh, that was kind of everything, just music, broadcasting, all of that stuff was tied together for me. And, uh, and so that's why I did it. That's how I got into it anyways. So, uh, back before I, I've, you know, made my way over here to Agency Nation. I was working with a, a fellow uh, person in the insurance space that you might know, my good buddy, Jason Cass. And uh, we were working together at the Grow Program and he had a podcast that was doing well. And, you know, I was there. I was like, hey, you know, I, I like doing these things. I, I, I've been working with him for a little bit. I said, you know, I don't, why am I not doing an insurance podcast? And so there it is. It's a big romantic story. I'm sorry for wasting a minute and a half of your life, but Here's the cool part, right? And this is what we, this is the clip we needed to get to to set all of this up. Um, is there is something much like what I just explained to you, and much like what Woody is going to kind of just hint at here briefly, there is something that you are really good at, that you're really passionate about, that there is a hidden skill, your your secret weapon, your hidden talent that can lend itself to these conversations, to these industries to this, to whatever, right? There's something that you have that nobody else does that you're discounting for some reason. And it's that, that I think until you kind of give yourself enough credit to maybe allow that to be more prominent, you might always not just kind of be as successful as you want. That's awesome. And I actually, uh, I also dabble in music. So 
before being an insurance agent, I was actually, that's, yeah, that's that was my good. job, man. Yes. We, we actually got signed, um, toured the country and, uh, really kind of stretched out my, uh, marketing and, uh, sales skills on the road. And just for the record, uh, my working knowledge of, uh, failed musicians in the insurance industry is pretty vast. And of the ones that I know of, Woody is definitely the most successful. I'm sure there's somebody else that we don't know Woody, but for now you're going to hold that spot. So enjoy it until, you know, you don't have it anymore. Uh, so, but anyway, so here we go, right? Woody, uh, honed his craft, his skill on the road, marketing and selling in a rather cutthroat environment. And it's that experience that kind of led him to where he is today in insurance. And he, and as we're going to get in, in future episodes, again, this is a guy, so I guess I didn't all out. I should have let Woody answer this, but I, I wasn't prepared. Uh, Woody played in a band called the Modern Society. He was the lead singer and guitar player. So here's a dude who's telling me that, um, you know, hey, I, I've stood in front of thousands of people and played music and sang, and I'm thinking to myself, Woody, I, I was, this is, you know, when we're doing, now this has since maybe corrected itself a little bit and probably be mentioned uh, in future episodes and other places around the Agency Nation universe. Uh, but I'm thinking to myself, Woody, um, you know, I don't know that I necessarily see it. Uh, if, if all of this is to be true, I'm not seeing enough of you on, you know, your insurance site. Like this is something, you know, I always hear from people, they're afraid to get in front of the camera. They're afraid to write. They're afraid to do whatever. Like there's just, I, that's not for me. I can't do that. I, and here's a dude that's, the, so again, even somebody that is as confident in front of people and doing crazy things as Woody is, that sounds weirder than it needs to be, uh, is still even just finding himself not realizing his true hidden talent. The thing that, you know, he's really good at that 98% of 98, I don't know, 98% of insurance agents are not. And again, I talked to a lot of insurance agents on this show and as good as we are at our jobs, a lot of the times we do struggle with the spoken word occasionally. You know, we're not as just kind of fluid and, and, and there's a lot of stammering and ums and us. I edit it out all the time. Uh, so it's, it's tapping into that natural communication ability, that ability to stand in front of somebody, make a connection, deliver something that is so much better than everybody else that it really just makes the entire process enjoyable and like they should have never really wanted to buy insurance from anyone else. All right, I really, this is important. I need us to come together as a, as a group here and, 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 and make a decision. We need to really think this out. We really, I need a firm answer on this one way or the other. I might be wrong on this. I don't know. I'm just going to toss. Have you, I mean, have you ever watched somebody struggle to back into a parking space? And then you thought to yourself, it couldn't have been that hard going out. And I mean, are you a person that backs into a parking space? Because I feel like you're trying way too hard to think like you're smart. I feel like no, under very few circumstances does actually backing into the parking space improve your life in any quality. All it does is just increase the percentage of you potentially looking like you can't operate your vehicle in front of a lot of people and then you just maybe might have the slight advantage of maybe we're going to call it a half of a second to slip out of there before somebody else. I mean, because really, when is the traffic that bad? Now, again, I don't live in a, in a big city or anything like that, or I don't, you know, I don't I, maybe there's a time and a place for it, maybe. 
I just saw somebody doing it. I picked my daughter up from preschool the other day, and I see somebody backing into the parking lot. I mean, really, like, it's preschool, man. Like, like they're just, they, they had to pull in, pull out. Pull, it was like a three, it was a three attempt sort of situation. And I just thought to myself, I don't know if it was worth it, because now I had to watch that happen. Everybody else had to watch that happen. We kind of know where you stand as far as your motor vehicle coordination goes. And you kind of take up time. Like you, everyone has to wait for you to, you know, do the backup thing. Everyone's waiting because you decide that you want to back in because they can't go because you have to pull past your spot back. I'm just that. So I would like to know, do you back into a parking spot? Are you a backer? Are you a person that backs into a parking spot? And if so, is this a thing that we should allow to continue to happen? Because I feel like we should say, listen, we're all just going to pull in. We're all just going to back out. Everyone knows what's happening. And I think just that process would make everyone's life a little bit easier. All right. I think you get a taste for what's going to happen here at the end of the show. And it's a lot of this. I don't know if these are my best, but I'm giving you a shot. JoeHitAgencyNation.com because we need that. We just we have to settle this. I feel like it needs to be settled. I feel like... If anything else, a group of insurance agents should be the one to put this thing to bed. Joey at Agency Nation, if if you want to help put this thing and kind of give it once and for all. 